Welcome everyone to Lionel Home Loans, or in Spanish, Lionel Home Loans. Uh, today's episode is going to be uh, um, it's going to be dedicated, or the topic is going to be on um, alternate document mortgage loans. So what that means are uh, mortgages that are that are not the typical mortgage you could see at you would find at a credit union or at a like your local bank. These are very special mortgages that um, that ask for alternate documentation or not all documentation and it's made for very specific um, type of borrowers so um, more than likely you know you're not gonna like I said you're not gonna find these at those bet those banks and if you got denied at a bank or a credit union for mortgage then this might be the mortgage for you and um, there's different versions of them um, these are only offered through uh, you know very specific lenders and as a mortgage broker um, I have access to all these different type of mortgages um, as well as as what you find at the bank, like the the VA loans, the conventional loans, the FHA, and the jumbo. But I also have access to these alternate loans as well as commercial loans. So, if you have any questions about any other type of loans, just reach out to me. But uh, back to this again. Um, I'm going to talk about a few mortgages. I'm not going to spend too much time on all the details. Just a few of the details. What's the name of the mortgage, more or less? Who it's dedicated to, and what are the qualifications? And um, if you hear any mortgages that stand out the most you have questions about, or if you want to get some more details or if you want to apply for it, just let me know. Just reach out to me. So uh, I'll go straight into it. So the first mortgage that I want to talk about is going to be the community mortgage. Now, uh, one, one thing before I start, though, all these mortgages are offered through uh, uh, mortgage companies, not through banks. And um, these lenders work a little bit differently than banks. So I'll explain this real quick so you understand why these mortgages are a little bit different. Um, that's one thing they all have in common. They're very different because they're only offered through lenders, not through banks. Um, I, what I work with are lenders who only, um, lend the mortgage, but they might not necessarily service it. So what that means is that you submit the application with me and I submit it with this lender. The lender approves it or denies, but if they approve it, then they pretty much fund the mortgage. And what they do that same day or sometimes sooner or later, they, what they do is to get all these mortgages into a pool and they sell it, they wholesale it in the secondary market and they sell it to investors. So they don't keep the mortgage. All they do is just fund it or they might service it or they might sell the servicing to someone else or another company, but the actual mortgage they don't keep in their portfolio. Now, because of that, they're more flexible when it comes to qualifying for this mortgage. They're not as strict as a bank is because a bank, what they're doing is they're lending money out of their own pockets. And they're taking on that risk. So that's why, you know, those kind of mortgages take a little bit longer. They ask for more documentation, a lot of paperwork, a lot of questions. And it takes a while to get those things to get, uh, to get a book to get approved. Now, these type of loans, they're a lot quicker. They can be done within a month. I have access to even some lenders I can do within two weeks, a day, even a week. So, um, but, but these are, like I said, these are lenders. They just focus on lending products and lending mortgages and they go and they resell them. So they don't keep in their portfolio. So, they don't look at it as a long-term investment. They just make them, they just get them, they fund them and they sell them off and that's it. They're pretty much done. So they're a little bit easier uh, to, to handle and uh, to work with. So that's the one thing they all have in common. You just want to put that, put that out there. So uh, we'll go back to uh, what this mortgage is all about. So uh, the first one I want to start off with is community mortgage. Now this mortgage is a, a mortgage where you don't have to uh, reveal your income or your employment. Whether you're self-employed or you work somewhere or you own a business and you don't want to provide uh, where you work at or what business you own or where you're getting your income from, this is the loan for you. 
The only thing they require are uh, a credit score, a minimum credit score of 660, some reserves. Reserves are principal and interest payments already you have in your liquid in a checking or savings account and um, a hefty down payment. So I'll go over that. So um, the lowest credit score that they offer or that they, that they, that they um, accept for a primary or second home is a 640. You'll need 24 months of reserve. The loan to value on that is 65%. So um, you have to put a hefty down payment. So it goes from 640, 24 months, all the way up to 740, only 12 months. And with that one, the loan of value is 80%. So just from 65% to 80%. So a minimum of 20% down to a maximum of th that you would want to put down is 35%. And um, the higher your factor score is, your credit score, uh, the lower um, you have to put down, the lower amount of reserves you have to put on there. So that's why it's important to always focus and um, and work on your work on your um, your credit. Um, not only do they do purchases, but they also do cash out refinances. Um, Six sixty will give you eight. Well, you will need eighteen months of uh, reserves. Uh, the loan of value has to be seventy percent, and at seven forty, once again, you only have to do twelve months. Now, uh, with this, you do need to have some kind of um, mortgage credit history. Um, so some credit credit history, I believe you need to have at least three or four trade lines with at least 12 months. So you don't need to have a lot of credit, but you need to have some kind of credit. Um, actually, you know what? It's actually specifically two trade lines. And it has to be older than 12 months or one trade line that's more than 24 months. And it has to have some kind of activity in the last 90 days. Uh, aside from that, like I said, um, you usually need to have, you can, you can either be a U.S. citizen, a permanent resident alien, or a non-permanent permanent resident alien with the U.S. credit. The loan amounts vary. They go up to uh, 150000 actually. And uh, what they offer are um, interest-only mortgages and 30-year uh, mortgages and uh, ARM mortgages as well. So that they're adjustable rate mortgages that adjust. Um, so it's a, pretty, it's a pretty straightforward mortgage. Like I said, if you don't want to show your income or where you're working from, where you get your money from, this is the mortgage for you. It's a good mortgage, just like what the rest I'm going to explain the good mortgage to get your foot in the door. So even though, you know, the interest is going to be a little bit higher compared to a convention or an FHA loan, it's okay because you're just using this mortgage to get your foot in the door and get a house. Once you get the house and after two years and you're ready to show income or you're ready to, to go with a full documentation loan and you have better qualifying factors for a, an FHA or a conventional loan, a conventional loan actually really made more sense, but um, then you can start uh, then you can refinance at a much better rate. So remember, just use this rate or use this mortgage as a stepping stone. Just get your foot in the door, get the mortgage, get the house, and then after two years from then, you can always refinance, or even later than that. But the point is, you know, you want to, you want to, you want home ownership. This is one way of getting in there without, um, if you're denied at a bank or if you know you don't qualify with whatever the bank's requirements are. So we're gonna move on to the next mortgage. Uh, this one is called a 12-month bank statement mortgage. Uh, so this mortgage, pretty much, it, it's it's what its name is. You you need at least twelve months worth of bank statements to uh, to qualify. So it's and and that that's what that's where the qualifying or the income measures are, are based on that. It's based on your uh, your total bank statements. So this one, the property types are one to four units. Um, the maximum loan amount is up to three million. The, the minimum FICO score is six eighty. Uh, the lower your credit score. Uh, the more you have to uh, put down. So the, the like I said, you, know, you have to put down at least 35%. The higher your credit score, which you reach up to 7,800, uh, that one you need only to put down 
20%. Um, and this mortgage, this 12-month bank statement mortgage is good for both investment properties and primary residences and second homes. You can also do um, a cash out refinances as well. Uh, the, the, the minimum loan amount for this mortgage is 75,000. Uh, the biggest or the maximum amount is 3 million. Uh, for a secondary home, it's a 2.5 million. Now for this mortgage, you can do a 40 year uh, fixed rate mortgage, a 30 year fixed rate mortgage, uh, an adjustable rate mortgage, and interest only mortgage. So those are the those are the type of um, mortgages that you can get with this bank statement program. On one thing I forgot to mention on on the other one on the uh, the properties or the the, the mortgage I spoke about uh, previously, you can do I believe one to four units. Yes, one of four unit mortgages. Um, I do want to give a disclosure that these these things do change. So um, right now we'll just say it's uh, um, oh right here it goes. It's a uh, single family residences, um, townhomes, and condominiums. Like I said, two to four units, module and rural homes. And like I said, that was for the community mortgage. Now let's see for the bank statement loan. Bank statement loan has different type of mortgage. We'll get to that in a bit. Um, now, for the bank statement loan, the ones that qualify are U.S. citizens, permanent permanent resident aliens, and non permanent resident aliens. Um, these uh, per, non permanent permanent resident aliens must have an EAD card with the maximum of ninety days remaining at the time of funding. Um, eligible borrowers are also first time home buyers. Ineligible borrowers, so the ones that don't qualify for the bank statement loans, are foreign nationals, non-occupant co-borrowers, um, applicants processing diplomatic immunity, borrowers from the OFAC-sanctioned countries, uh, politically exposed borrowers. Okay, and uh, what does uh, actually another thing that another eligible borrower are trusts, so revocable, revocable living trusts are permitted as well. This is for the bank statement loan. Um, the, this, for this loan, the type of properties you can get a primary residence, a secondary home and a non-owner occupied. So that's great for that type. Um, now how do, now the point, now how do, how does it get calculated? So, um, the income documentation is the calculation. So self-employed borrowers are defined as those individuals who have 25% or greater ownership interest or receive a 1099 statement to document income. So that's like a real estate agent, a mortgage broker like myself, a life insurance agent, anyone that does independent contract work, whether you're maybe a business consulting or marketing consulting, any kind of consulting and you get paid 1099 by a business. Um, the borrower's proportionate share of income or loss is based on the borrower's percentage of stock ownership in the business as shown on a CPA letter. Uh, it has to be 12 months personal or business bank statements. Um, how do they calculate that? Well, the borrower will be qualified based on the net income shown on the P and L statements. P and L are the profit and loss statements. For the bank statements, 50% of the deposits will be used as qualifying income with up to four business owners. Total all deposits to arrive at monthly income. Um, Non-business related deposits 
such as SBA loan grants, over, overdraft deposit account transfers, and large deposits that are outside of the normal average deposits will not be included in the income calculation. So make sure you take a note of that. It has to be just a regular income that comes in from the business that it generates. Uh, the following requirements must be also satisfied. The bar must be self-employed for at least two years in the same line of work. And the business phone number must be verifiable Google search for 101.com or the internet. Let's see, uh, self-employment, self-employed business owners must also have a license or CPA letter verifying borrower's ownership of the business for at least the two, for at least two state, the last two income stability. So um, what this means, I'll explain to you what it means. So what it means is that Income trending is a relevant consideration for borrowers with variable or self-employment income. If the trend is stable or increasing, the calculated income should be utilized. If the income was declining but has been stabilized, the lower current level should be used. If the income continues to decline but may not be stable, further analysis must be conducted to document the appropriate income. So obviously you want to have your income being consistent or continuously growing. Um, a cool thing about this about this mortgage is you don't need to have it doesn't need to be signed or you don't need to have a signed IRS four five zero six T. What that is pretty much when you do a mortgage and you submit your tax returns, um, that's usually not enough. So what what the mortgage lenders now do is make you sign this forty five zero six dash T form, which is pretty much they send it to the IRS and the IRS pretty much verifies the tax return you you, you gave them because. Uh, there is, uh, you know, fraudulent documentation where people were fraudulently, you know, falsify their tax returns. They'll change it, and then, um, and the way to make sure that the lender protects itself is they verify with the IRS to make sure that your numbers match what they have on on the tax returns you you gave them. Um, now I'm gonna go over to the, the the properties that don't qualify for a bank statement loan. Um, you cannot do an accessory unit income. Um, I'm sorry, the, the ineligible sources of income that don't qualify. So it is accessory unit income, auto allowance, border income, capital gains, um, employment offers and compensation increases, foreign income, foster care, future income, interest and dividends, military doesn't qualify, our notes receivable don't qualify, public assistance doesn't, um, royalty payments, reverse mortgage income doesn't qualify, seasonal income, temporary leave, trust, unemployment benefits, and VA benefits. These type of incomes don't qualify for this specific bank statement loan. Um, so let's see. Now there are certain assets that you can't qualify, you can't use um, uh, towards the mortgage. So you can't use a bridge loan. You can't use cash on hand, employer assistance, uh, gifts that require repayment, any kind of grant funds. Um, any advances from future earnings. Those type of incomes are not, do not qualify for this 12, uh, 12 bank statement loan. Now you can use this on a primary and secondary home. Um, for reserves, if the loan of value is less than, is less than 70%, um, and the loan balance is less than a million dollars. 
then all you need is four, four months of, of uh, reserves. Remember, those are principal and interests payments. If um, the loan of value is more than a 70% and the loan balance is more than a million, then you need six months. That's for a primary and secondary home. If you have an investment home, then it's uh, if it's more than a million dollars, it's six months. If it's more than a million, but less than two million, it's nine months. And anything more than two million is 12 months. So it can vary from four months to 12 months, um, you know, from primary, secondary to investment homes. And um, as for the credit, you need two or you need to have two or three. Uh, it's going to require a, a merge credit report, which means they're going to report credit bureaus from two or three uh, two or three scores. Um, you need at least have two FICO scores, and you need to have a minimum or each borrower on the application whose contributing income must have at least three trade lines on the credit report. And uh, those trade lines must be open or closed, and each trade line must have at least twelve months um, months history. Um, authorized users accounts will not be counted as valid trade lines. So an authorized user is when uh, someone has a credit card and another person or yourself gets added to it. Um, you can't use those on the uh, on this application um, because it's not your credit limit at the end of the day. It's someone else's. You're just being added on there. That person is giving you the access to use the credit card. But that's just about it. Now, uh, the property type on oh, no, the debt to income ratios so the maximum debt to income ratio on the back end is 49.999. So that means it's the mortgage payment plus everything that you owe, like in your credit report and any, any other, like if you owe back taxes or unemployment or anything like that. Um, so the, ma the maximum is 49.99% and that's monthly. Um, so the properties that qualify are single family homes, condominiums, two to four units. And that's just about it. And that pretty much wraps it up for the bank statement loan. Now let's move on to the next one. This next one is a foreign national program. So a foreign national is a person who is um, obviously is not a resident of the United States. Um, but they want to purchase a home, a secondary home, or an investment home in the United States. So uh, for this type of uh, mortgage program for the secondary investment home, it's full documentation, so you need to report all documentation like bank statements, credit reports, even if it's from a different country. Um, they will ask for credit reports, um, international credit reports. Um, they're going to want some mortgage history and any kind of foreign credit that you have. And that's even, like I said, if it's from a different country. Um, so when it comes to the to those credit scores, the minimum is six, uh, 660. And... Um, that's if it's American. If it's American credit from 660, um, and that's just about it. That's the lowest credit score. Um, if you have foreign credit, um, that can also be used. So if you have American credit, uh, the, the down payment will, will be from 35 to 30% down. Now, if you have no American credit, but you have foreign credit, the same thing, uh, 35 to 30% down payment. So it's a pretty hefty payment. As for the reserves, it varies from six months to twelve months, all depending on the amount that you borrow, and what you and the minimum loan amounts is seventy five thousand, all the way up to three million, and that's from from one unit to four units to condos, and um, that also that I believe that also applies for investment properties as well as for both secondary homes, 
and investment properties. And uh, you can also do cash refinances on this type of home. Right. Um, now we can talk about a little bit about the credit. So when it comes to the credit, uh, foreign national borrowers without qualifying U.S. credit must provide evidence of three open trade lines for at least two years with activity in the last 12 recent months. Um, trade lines it has to be evidenced by U.S. credit report or the trade lines have to be evidenced by an international credit report like I mentioned earlier that cannot be produced or does not provide a sufficient number of trade lines. Um, you can also use your mortgage rental history. That would help too. Um, or you need any form of foreign credit you have at all. Now let's see who actually qualifies for these type of mortgages. So like I mentioned earlier, it has to be a non-resident alien, a foreign national. And uh, that's just about it. Now the maximum DTI is 49.99 um, for this type of mortgage. Um, you will need, for the foreign nationals, will need a, copper, a copy of the borrower's valid and unexpired passport, including a photograph. Um, a copy of the borrower's valid and unexpired visa, including a photograph, or a 1797 form with a valid extension date. Um, if you're a salaried borrower, you're going to need pay stubs covering a minimum of 30 days. And one of the following, either two years of your W-2, um, an equivalent document to a W-2, um, a two-year tax return from the, from where you're, the borrower's country of origin, and a letter from an employer or company letterhead providing currently monthly salary, year-to-date earnings, and total earnings for the past two years. Um, that's a full document. You get all the documentation for this. If you're a self-employed borrower, then you must be self-employed for a minimum of two years, evidenced by a letter of the borrower's CPA or local equivalent to an accountant from where they're from. With a, and, the, and the letter has to the accountant's letterhead. Um, the letter must include income figures for each of the last two years and year-to-date income. A business license where required and in organization documents should be provided as well. Um, also, you need two years of tax returns for the borrower's residency, country residency, along with the year-to-date profit and loss statements. And uh, that's just about it. That's for a foreign national. So that's another cool kind of mortgage that's available at a mortgage broker, uh, which is something I have ac access to. Now we have another mortgage that's called the profit and loss mortgage. So uh, with this with this type of mortgage, I believe it's uh, for self-employed people. Um, it doesn't require any 45 OC or tax returns. So that's like I mentioned earlier, when you submit tax returns and when you get a format that's verified by the IRS that those forms is correct, then those forms are, are valid and true. Um, the maximum DTI is 49%. 100% funds are allowed on primary and secondary homes. Um, and uh, the reserves is only for the subject property. Uh, so for this type of thing, like I said, what they require is profit and losses. So a P&L is pretty much, um, you make it on your own. It's a, it's it, No, I'm sorry, a bank statement you make on your own. A P&L is... You get a CPA to go over your P's and L's for your business or yourself or your self-employed. And they pretty much have to have a letter saying that this is true, that um that that, that your P and L's are correct and they calculate it, and that's what you're gonna be using your income as that. So it's usually from your from your from whether you're self-employed or if you own a business. Now for this P and L loan, um one of four units qualifies, single family, uh, and condos, 
two to four units to qualify as well. And um, so even if, even four nationals qualify for this type of mortgage as well. Uh, the minimum loan amount is $1.5 I'm sorry, the, the loan amounts, uh, they vary, they go up to $3 million for four nationals. For one unit, it goes up to $3 million. Um, and for two to four units, $3 million. So a quick, let's see. So the lowest credit score is 660. So let's say you're going to get a one unit uh, property. Then um, your minimum FICO score is 660. And um, you qualify up to 3 million, but you need to put 40 or 30% down. Um, now let's say it's just a single, it's just a one house. Then the maximum you qualify will be 1.5 million. The lowest credit score on that will be 620. Um, if you, if your score is at 700, you need to put 20% down. So 20% down if, uh, you have a 700 credit score and 35% down if you have a 620. And with that, that'll give you, uh, the maximum amount of 1.5 million. Um, so that, that's a pretty cool kind of a mortgage. So that's, why it's really important to focus on your, on your credit to make sure that, you know, you have a high credit score and a good credit report. Because like I said, the score alone is not enough. I mentioned that in the past, you need to have a credit report that matches that score. Sometimes people have inflated credit scores. Um, so for credit, um, for a credit report, all borrowers must have a minimum of two FICO scores. And you're going to have a tri-merge credit report. Um, the minimum trade lines are three trade lines. And it uh, needs to be a season for at least 12 months. So that that's the... Uh, that's the uh, the minimum trailer that when it comes to the credit, what you need with that. Now, cool fact: if you actually had a bankruptcy um, after three years from it being discharged, then you can apply for this type of uh, mortgage. So, just because you have a bankruptcy, don't think that the world is, is over. Um, I work with clients on their credit, helping them get their credit back together after they had a bankruptcy, even a year later. Um, you know, when you're exactly one year later, we already started working on the credit. They already had 700 from the day that they filed bankruptcy and everything went through. So don't think that's the end. There's always light at the tunnel. And, uh, you know, when you're back on your credit, you're going to be at 700. And before you know it, you'll be back in a whole new house, uh, you know, starting fresh all over again. Um, so for self-employed borrowers for this type of mortgage, the P&L, um, all three must be provided. So you need to have your business a professional license for the last two years. If your business requires it, a letter from the CPA, uh, California Tax Education Council, or an enrolled agent with a letterhead that shows the address, phone number, and license number. Um, you're also going to need uh, a profit and loss statement, which is, of course, you need to do that. Now, if you apply between January 1st and March 31st, the first quarter of the year, you're going to need one full year P&L from the previous year. Now, if you apply between April 1st and December 31st, um, then you need one full year of PL from the previous year and year to date in term statements. So it's both. So um, one thing, if the loan of value is um, less than 65%, so you put like more than 40% down, then you usually need six months of reserves. But if your loan, if your down payment is less than 35%, then you need to have 12 months worth of uh, reserves. So that's how that works. Um, either you need to put a big hefty down payment and you don't have to have as much reserves 
or you put still you know a hefty down payment but not necessarily 35 percent you need to come up with more reserves so one way or another you need to show that you have um liquid you need to put a hefty down payment for this type of mortgage um like i said with these type of mortgages all these mortgages i'm going over they all have higher interest rates but however like i said this is just a stepping stone you just get your foot in the door you're not going to be paying that interest over the next 30 years or 20 years or whatever it is you're just going to be doing that for the first two years after that refinance get your things in order you know once you're ready to go full dock then we can and your credit score is a lot higher a lot better and then you can refinance for a conversion loan and that's when you're going to get the real savings you're going to get the real interest that you're going to really want that you're going to be having for the next 30 years and that's going to make up for the last for the first two years that you're paying high, high in interest so that pretty much covers it for that type of loan that is the profit and loss that's pnl mortgage um the next one is a one-year tax return so a lot of these mortgages are pretty much the same um this one when your tax return is for 30 years and it's also for adjustable rate mortgages again one unit uh condos two to four units lowest credit score to qualify is 680. um the higher credit score like if you have a minimum of 720 um you only have to put 20 percent but if you have a 680 you need to put even somewhere between 35 to 25 percent and um, if the property is a two to four unit then um, you need to put down even more down payment that will be anywhere from 50 to 25 percent and this is because it's a one year tax return so keep that in mind and this mortgage is for primary residents second homes and investment properties um, who qualifies for this mortgage u.s citizens permanent and non-resident permanent resident aliens with a valid social security number um, non-permanent aliens must also provide the applicant's immigration status for the previous two years and all bars must have a social security number uh, four national bars are not do not qualify for this type of mortgage and first-time home buyers also qualify for this one-year tax return um, one of the cool notes about this mortgage is that um, the credit needs to have a minimum of two FICO scores and there's no minimum trade lines so there you go there's no it doesn't have to be six months or, or two two trade lines for two years or for one year there's no minimum trade lines um, this might be a case-by-case -case type of a mortgage um, and uh, once it's it's titled for six years for six months you can do a refinance for this type of mortgage um, this is for um, salaried salaried borrowers and and um, self-employed borrowers. So if you're if you're just your salary, which means you work for someone, you get a W two. You must have uh, the employments must must be stable and continue with at least a two year history, in the same jobs or jobs in the same related field. You need thirty the the most thirty thirty the most recent thirty day uh, pay stubs, or the most recent one year W two, and that's it. Um, if you're self-employed. You're going to need the most recent one-year personal and business tax return. Um, and the borrower must have been self-employed in the same business for a minimum of two years. And with this one, you're, going to need, you're also going to need a P&L statement. Um, with this one, you're going to need a P&L statement signed by, uh, to support your, by, to be signed by a CPA. And it shows what your profit and losses have been over the last 12 months that, to help you support or to help verify your, your, your income. So it's a one-year tax return and uh and a one-year uh PL statement for the for this type of mortgage. Um 
how and one thing is you do need to get a 45 oc dash required so that's a 10 10 script that pretty much verifies that whatever you submit to them at the lender that the irs has the same number so you can't falsify any documentation um when it comes to reserves uh the the underwriter will deserve will, will, will pretty much distinguish how much is, is needed depending on your situation so there's no there's no specific amount um gifts you can give gifts you can allocate gifts and that can be for a, a primary and resident second home uh the gift funds may be used to fund or all part of the down payment the closing costs or any financial reserves the gift donor must be blood or legal relative a fiance um or a domestic partner so remember this is for the one year tax return and uh that's about it that does it for that tax return, that type of mortgage. And then the last one is uh, well, actually two more to go. We got two more to go. Not that much left. All right, and we are running about 30 minutes. So we got two more to go, and this should be over with. Uh, the next mortgage is an ITIN program. So an ITIN is pretty much a social security number that's given to non permanent resident aliens. Um, it's for someone, you know, who, who, who doesn't have full citizenship yet. Um, so they, they get an item and that's what they use to pay their taxes. And they use that to acquire credit in the form of credit cards, auto loans, mortgage. And this is one of the products that they can use with an item loan. So just remember if you have an item, that doesn't necessarily mean that you can't get mortgage, you can't get a car, you can't get a credit card. Um, you can still acquire credit. So for this item mortgage, um, it's a 30 year fixed. That's the type of mortgage that it has. One unit condos, two to four units. The minimum FICO score is 640. Um, so if you have a 640 credit score, you need to put down 40%. If you have a 700, you need to put down 20%. Um, you can do cash out refinances. This is good for a primary and secondary home and even for investment properties as well. And obviously, you know, the higher credit score, the less you need to put down, less of a down payment. So again, whether you have a social security or you have an ITIN number, always focus on getting increasing your credit score and improving and beefing up your credit report. Um, the maximum DTI ratio on this is 43%. So that means that you know, the mortgage payment, including all everything that, that you owe on your credit report, credit card payments, auto loan, anything else, uh, and if you owe back taxes and employment or whatever, a monthly, it can exceed more than 43% of your monthly income. Um, the borrowers must possess a valid ITIN card or an IRS ITIN letter with a valid passport. Um, if there's a core borrower who has social security, they can be on it as well. Um, all ITIN, all ITIN borrowers must take a home buyer's course, but this is only for purchase transactions only. Uh, not necessarily for refinances. Uh, first-time homebuyers are eligible. And first-time homebuyers may not use rental income to qualify on the investment property purchases. Uh, the credit report will be pulled using the borrower's ITIN number, using TriMerge, and it has a minimum of at least one FICO score. Um, all borrowers will have at least four open and active traditional trade lines and or non-traditional credit references. Each trade line must show activity within the last 12 months. All trade lines need to be seasoned for at least 12 months. Um, if, if a non-traditional credit reference is required, 
and one must be at least a utility reference, so like you like electricity or a phone or your cable. If the bar has a minimum credit score of 660, but does not meet the four trade line requirement, non-traditional trade lines may be used. So I'll go over what those non-traditional trade lines are. Um, they could be utility like electricity, phone or cable, housing payments, installing loan payments not listed on your credit report, non-payroll deducted Medi-Cal and life insurance, auto and renter's insurance, lease payments for durable goods like a car, a local store payments like a department store, or furniture store, app appliance, so like a home, like a Home Goods or Lowe's or Home Depot, or um, anything like that, um, even like a Ross or or uh, Kohl's, those those type of uh, local store payments, um, school tuition, childcare, and a documented individual loans also qualify as non-traditional trade lines. If you had a bankruptcy, you have to wait three years from the from the discharge date prior to application. Once again, bankruptcy doesn't mean it's the end of the world. Just a fresh start. That's all it is. Um, for the assets, you need to have at least a bank certification documenting the current balance and opening date. So a bank statement. You will need two bank statements. And they must be dated within 60 days of the note date. Um, you will need some reserves. You'll need at least three months reserves. And that's just for the subject property only. Gift cards. So gift funds are the funds you're going to be receiving to help with the costs of the acquiring the home. So uh, it's allowed in the primary residence homes, transactions, not investment. Uh, gift funds may fund all or part of the financial, of the down payment, the closing costs, or the financial reserves. The donor must state that the repayment is not expected, and the gift donor must be blood or legal relative, a fiancé or domestic partner. And that's just about it. So if you're listening, if you have an ITIN, you want to get a mortgage, well, reach out to me. If you want to build up your credit first, well, reach out to me. I can help you with that first. And realtors, if you have any um, any of your clients that want to get a mortgage, but they have an ITIN, you turn them down, well, you don't have to do that anymore. Reach out to me, and I can help you with that. I have one more mortgage. It's an alternative. It's not for a primary or secondary home. It's only for investment. Um, I might bring it up. I'm going to have another episode in the future for investment properties, but uh, for sure I'm going to talk about it right now. I'm talking about it because it's a, it's like I said, it's an alternate doc. Um, oh, this is going to be very alternate, alternate doc. This is a no documentation, no credit mortgage. That's right. I said no documentation. It means you don't provide any of your income, your employment. You don't even apply a credit score or credit report. Um, and this is only though, this is only, only for an investment property, not for owner occupied, which means you're not going to live on, you're not going to live there. So it's more of just an investment property. So for this, um, it's a 30 year amortized uh, mortgage. You need to have two years of pinch principal and interest. So 24 months of those payments already are already in the, already on, put to the, put to the side for this type of mortgage. The maximum you can qualify for this type of loan is 7.5 million. And uh, the, the reserves have to be deposited into this specific lender's bank account. So you have to open an account with them and you have to put the money in there. And that's going to qualify as your reserves. Two years. Now, what you don't need to provide is a credit report. You don't need employment history. You don't need bank statements. You don't need the 445OC-C, which I was talking about the tax return 
Foreman needs to verify what you what you give him and what you have. He don't need tax returns at all. I literally meant no docs. I mean, no docs and no credit. What is allowed is you can um, put down to the maximum is 30% loan to value. Uh, one of four units, condos, townhomes, they qualify. Um, four nationals qualify as well, of course, when they might not have any credit. Or you don't have to be if you're a U.S. citizen or you're a permanent resident alien. If you're ITM but you don't have any um, credit, you can still apply for this. Um, this is only for investment properties. You can use it to purchase it or you can use this mortgage for a refinance. For a cash out or to, you know, to refinance the term. Um, so like I said, no, no, when it comes to credit, there's no, there's no credit standards. There's no minimum trade lines. There's no banks allowed. Um, bankruptcies, if you have a bankruptcy or a foreclosure, it's allowed. You can do that. Um, you need to state what your assets are on the application. The application is 1003. Like I said, you need two years tax returns. Um, the kind of entities that qualify for this, if it's not just a person, also LLCs qualify, corporations, um, individual bars and trusts, revocable trusts that qualify as well. Um, to open an account for reserves, you can either, you need, if you're a limited liability company, you need your LLC operating statement, your certificate of information, um, uh, the resolution minutes, which is the current officers and the titles, and a copy of the EIN, which is like the the social security number for the business. Um, that's for an LLC for a corporation. You need your articles of incorporation, certificate of incorporation, your bylaws, again, your resolution and minutes, which are the current officers and titles and positions, and again, your EIN copy. Um, just general requirements, you know, uh, four nationals are allowed, uh, but they must obtain an item and a CPA letter. If you're a foreign national, uh, power of attorneys are allowed, only for individual accounts. Uh, once again, the property types are single family homes or one of four units, condos, town homes. And um, all funds, including um, the reserves, the closing funds, that must be wired from the borrower's bank statements indicated on the 1003. Um, that's just about it. And uh, what else about this mortgage? Well. I believe that this mortgage needs to have, I believe the rate is 6.875. So that's a fixed rate. So that's how much you're gonna have to pay for this uh, for this mortgage. The rate regardless of uh, what your credit score is, or like I said, because you're not gonna show, but and every everyone will, will pay a 6.875 mortgage. So that's just pretty much it. It's not that complicated. Um, you don't have, you don't have to, you don't have to submit your information, your employment. Your credit score, anything, any, any of that nature, you just have to pretty much, um, you know, uh, uh, just put down the down payment and have your reserves. And like I said, it's a 6.875. Um, and uh, the cool thing about this, like I said, it's, you know, loan up to values is 70, 70%. You can get up to 7.5 million. Um, the cash out proceeds can be reserved directly go towards this loan. And, uh, but this, like I said, it's an investment only. But the thing is, um, it's only available in California, Oregon, or Washington. So you live in California, or the properties in California, in Oregon or Washington. That's where it only. That's where you can. You know, it only qualifies there. Um, that's pretty much it. So that'll do it for all the top mortgages that uh, I spoke about. If you have more questions on those mortgages, details, you want to apply for it, um, let me know.
Um, I'll be having another mortgage, another episode soon. This will be on um, on investment properties, and I'm currently working on another episode with the realtor. So if you have any questions about uh, what it's like to be a realtor, what are the challenges for a realtor, any successful stories, any kind of questions if you're looking to buy a home, sell a home, what the market looks like, um, how to pick a realtor, how to buy a house, any of those kind of things, let me know so that I can do a Q&A with the realtor. It's going to be real soon. Um, if you have any questions that has nothing to do with that, just a, a completely different question, use some financial literacy, you can ask me that as well. Um, or if you, you know, you want to recommend someone for me to, to do a guest, to do an, an episode with, um, you know, an interview with, uh, I can do that as well. Uh, aside from that, thank you for listening. Um, we knocked all those mortgages out. Um, make sure to re-listen to this podcast one more time if you missed anything. Uh, or if you want any more details, if you have more questions, go ahead and just reach out to me. Again, thank you for listening. And uh, that will do it. Thank you so much.